You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 46 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Dee and Steve Moore. From spare room to commercial salon, this dynamic duo are owners of the multi-award winning salon, More Beautiful. And over the years, were inundated with requests from fellow Lash and Beauty salon owners asking for their support. This led them to open their second business, Boss, standing for Bring On Salon Success. With their vast knowledge and expertise in marketing, finance, and growth, they are empowering other lash and brow beauty owners around the world to level up and transform their businesses as they have with their own salon, More Beautiful. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's clear that Dee and Steve's passion is to support their students as they live and breathe to instill their ambition and success to other business owners. You can sign up to their CEO coaching package using the discount code hashtag beautyboss and get your first month for free. Woohoo! Now, before we dive into this episode, if you can do me a huge favor and screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at beautybusiness underscore co. I would so appreciate that so much that it will help us spread more podcast love around. So thank you so much for that. And let's get into this week's episode. Dee and Steve, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It is absolutely fabulous to have the both of you join me today. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, so good. good to be joining you today. Yeah. Woohoo. It's been so long since I've had like a duo interviews on the podcast. So this is going to be fun. It's going to be more fun for me because I can poker every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so we've never met in person. We literally know each other virtually through socials. And um, one day, I promise you, I'm either going to get up to Darwin to come in and have a treatment or just literally sit down and have a coffee with you both. Um, Otherwise, hopefully, I'll see you somewhere along the road. But I have absolutely loved just seeing what you have developed from your incredible lash studio that I've literally stalked you on Instagram just before the call. And I feel a little bit of like the feminine coming out of me. Like it's very sexy. It's very girl boss. And I just feel like every single client that must walk inside there would feel a boost of empowerment. Um, and I just can imagine the amount of um, incredible work you do with their lashes and so much more. And then you've also got your coaching side of things as well. So I can't wait to dive in, get to know you both on a deeper level and share with our listeners how you can probably like impact their businesses and help them scale and grow as well. Before though, I like to kick off the show with what is your definition so you can both have a go, if you like, of a hashtag beauty boss. Oh, that's that's all you. 
Oh, what is a hashtag beauty boss? That's really stuffing. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I would actually look, I'd probably say it's those people that actually run their business like a business and not have their clients rule over them, I guess is is how I would say it. Um speaking to one of our students today and I said, who's the boss in your salon? And she said, I am. I said, yeah, but you're bending all your rules for your clients. And they're like, yeah. I said, so who's really your boss? And she goes, yeah, you're right. It's the clients. So I think a, a hashtag beauty boss is someone that actually runs their business, not yeah. dictated to. 100%. That's a great answer. And I do feel like throughout kind of my experience in the um, beauty world is that I am seeing a lot of people not having really good boundaries with their clients. And, you know, I guess on depending on the personality type you are, if you're kind of more of a, a giving and yeah, no worries, I'll fit you in, I'll work late. And, and then it just turns into a, a habit and your client's expectations literally don't respect the time for you, your family, your time off. So that is a really great definition for making sure that we do set really um, high boundaries for ourselves, for our clients. Achievable boundaries. I mean, you can have different boundaries depending on what your, how you operate your salon, but as long as your boundaries suit you and what you're trying to achieve, that's, yeah, I think that would be the definition, well, for me anyway. Yeah, cool. That's great. Did you have anything to add, Dee? No, I think he's pretty much nailed that on the head. We, we do find um, through our coaching business that um, a lot of our clients do actually get run or a lot of our students do actually get run by their clients um, and they don't actually take on being their own boss rather than bosses by their clients. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. It's a great insight for all of our listeners to take on board to begin the episode. But let's get down to where it all began for you both. Um, what led you to get into the industry and share a little bit about um, who you are as people and also where you're at today. So I would probably say it's a great way that you started off saying that our Instagram and our salon was really kind of sexy and feminine and beauty boss kind of strong because we wanted it to have that real strength behind it. We both came from a real um, man-dominated kind of industry. I was, yeah. I was in um, security. Steve was in construction. We were both in like very manly dominated industries where we kind of got swore at all the time and all this sort of stuff so we wanted to kind of build that industry um where it was that real strong feminine looked after girl power sort of industry oh that's well that's what we've developed it into mm -hmm. um i mean for you it was the fact that you needed a change from security and for me, it was, I don't want to move house again because I'm sick of flying all around the world, all around Australia, you know, working. Um, and, yeah, that's... We wanted of, to work together. And yeah, because we used to work together when we first first met each other um, and we enjoyed that. And then, yeah, so for us, it was about working together again. For me, I think the, the dominating factor was I could see that Dee needed help and I could see that I could improve the business 
in from a from from my point of view, there was things that we could implement that I could help D with. And for me, helping D's always been my number one priority. So that's where I sort of jumped in and, and took over some of the other things. And I, I actually thoroughly started to enjoy it. Um, as stupid as that sounds, and like Dee was saying, coming from a construction background, um, going into beauty was a bit, um, I'd say it's further than left field, but I actually enjoyed the people that we were meeting, the fact that we were back working together, working with our amazing team, and I just decided I didn't want to go back. So I didn't. We had to make something of it. And then working, I guess, with the students now, so working with the boss side of things, not really even with the salon side of things, working with the boss side of stuff, we just saw so many poor lash artists out there taking the hard route mm. rather than the easy, the hard route that we had taken. Um, we really wanted to help them not take that hard route and help them as long as much as we could. Yeah, so good. I love the fact that you've literally gone in, you've built this incredible successful business and now you're taking that by storm by teaching other techs to, you know, build their businesses and become successful. And I feel like sometimes we can just, you know, be even just five steps further than someone else, but you can make a real impact too. So so when did you start to get into the coaching side of things? To Is it really... Um, all beauty industry or specifically lashes? I'll let you feel that one, my gorgeous husband. Uh, so we probably, I guess the starting point for us, I don't know, how would you call the starting point? Because like, we were going to do online courses and then we felt that that wasn't us. Yeah, we felt that that wasn't us and we wanted to do pinpointed custom coaching for salon owners. So we have helped um, a couple of hair salon owners, um, but we are probably concentrating more on lash salon owners because we know that a little bit more in depth, but we do also venture into beauty salon owners as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were originally starting by trying to put courses together and, and, you know, build your business courses and stuff like that. And we just, we didn't find the enjoyment in creating the courses, what we did when we were actually able to see the results face-to-face with someone that we were working with. And then we knew that we could get them better results if we were doing, as we call it, one-on-two um, coaching instead of instead of going, okay, well, you just paid us money. Here's a course. We'll see you later. If you finish it, you finish it. If you don't, you don't. And that's not what, we, that's not what we're about. We're there. We wanted to help as many people as we possibly could because we know that there was limited there was limited help out there short of going straight to a course and hoping that it, it covered everything that you hoped or everything that you wanted it to. And then us both being perfectionists and OCD and a few things, we wouldn't feel, we weren't prepared to release stuff that we didn't feel that everyone would get something from. So that's where we thought, well, stuff this, it's time to go what we actually want to do and, and go the mentoring and coaching side of it and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, it's, so great. We've seen some amazing results. Again, I was talking to one of our students this morning. She's seen a 134% increase in the last two months just over her, just in her client seeing, just seeing clients 
So, and I know that her um, income value has gone up something shocking as well. So it's amazing. It's, just, it's rewarding. I find it more rewarding. Yeah. For week. <laughs> so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think like it's fine to go and learn how to do lashes or how to become a beauty therapist, but we really weren't giving the building blocks to run a successful business or ever-changing, ever-growing social media channels and how you can actually leverage your engagement, reach more people. So I love that you do do sort of the one-on-one and I'm sure it's more of that high-ticket value offer because you are investing more of that time than just a, as you say, purchase a course and see you later. Um, And those people that have built that know, like and trust with you will sort of just be hanging on to every word that you want to teach because you, they can see that you've lived and walked the same path as where they want to to go. So it's really beautiful that you're out there sharing your knowledge with everyone as well. Oh, we you. always say our knowledge is ours to give, not ours to keep. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's like a tweetable. Uh-huh. <laughs> so why, why do you always get the awesome like sayings and I just have all the facts? That should be on a hug. Oh, my God, you should be on a mug. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to running a beauty business, which hurdles do you continually see popping up when, yeah, the day in, day out? What do you continually <laughs> see them having trouble with? People that don't price themselves properly make me want to shoot myself in the foot and the head and the elbow and the finger and every other part of my body. Yeah. Yes, people knowing their worth. The ones that you see on the forums going, how much do you charge for a XYZ? And how much should I charge for an LMNOP? Just you need to know how much you need to charge for it and why you need to charge that much. That just, yeah, that does my head in. And I'm not even a numbers person. He's the numbers guy, Steve is the numbers guy and that just absolutely does my head in. Yep. Do you have anything else to add there, Steve? No, not really. Um, she's pretty much nailed it. That's that's the hurdle. Oh, I mean, that's that's sort of tarnishing all of the beauty industry. That's especially lashes, lash extensions at the moment are where we're seeing the biggest hurdles where people are just undervaluing their time and the technicality or the techniques that come with lashes um and because they can do a course in a day and then all of a sudden they can open up their home salon and they think you know i'm making 50 bucks per set and but it's not it's just it's undervaluing the actual it's un, it's a, well for lashes it's undervaluing what lashes are really worth because they're not they're not a necessity they're a luxury item and unfortunately yes. they're being priced in such a way that they're a necessity Yeah, absolutely. And I think when someone is starting out in their beauty business, they they really don't look at how much should I be taking home per hour and what is this costing me? And again, that luxury item that the client is receiving. And worse all, worst of all, with lashes, like we all start off slower. I remember it took me two and a half to three hours for my first set 
probably in classic lashes back 16 years ago. And oh my God, could you imagine if I was just charging like 50 bucks to get people through the door just for practice? Um, you know, I know that we have to get in there and get technical to become faster with lashing, but that's where I think the yeah. big block is, right? The valuing of like, this is taking me two and a half hours out of my day. And then coming back to client boundaries, knowing that actually this is going to go up in price as soon as I nail this technique, as soon as I nail the retentions um, that I'm going to receive throughout the um, increased application as well. So yeah, you've really, I, I'm, this is, this is vital for everyone listening, whether it is lashing or skin treatments and you are just starting out, which is our next question. Like what are the two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when starting out so that is kind of leading into this is is really knowing your numbers and how much your expenses of your business cost to begin with um, but valuing your time and the expertise that will come through your um, training and continual service as well but what would your like for both of you your top two important tips be so I'm pretty passionate about these. So Steve doesn't actually get a say, as <laughs> usual. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a very start how you mean to go on person. Even when I started out my business, which was like first off, which was just a mobile spray tanning business, I straight away got a booking system. I wasn't one of these people that just put it into my Google calendar or my phone calendar or anything like this. I straight away got a booking system and started booking people in like that. Um, I also, I wasn't good at bookkeeping and things like that and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't um, charging tax wrong or anything like that incorrectly. So I got a bookkeeper first. It didn't cost me very much. I think it was like $100 a month or something I was paying. Um, but I made sure that I was doing all the correct things properly from the very beginning. So when I continued to grow and grow and grow and grow, I was doing all the correct things from the very beginning. So start how you mean to go on. Um, and the one thing I really, really wished I did properly from the beginning, so I'd start how you mean to go on, was I really wished I'd got a coach from the very beginning because I made a lot of mistakes that cost me quite a lot of money from the very beginning because I didn't know what I was doing. Not just money, though. It also comes down to mental health and stuff like that yeah. as well. Like, there's stuff that extent, like, um, it's a big thing that we're seeing in the lashing industry at the moment, um, or that we believe is a, an issue in the, in the lashing industry at the moment, where there's a lot of mental health issues because people are working from home and they're not bouncing off of people. They're not socialising, like, especially when it comes to their work. They're critiquing their own, critiquing their own work but they've got no one to say whether it's right, wrong, different, um, and you get in your own head. And once you're in your own head, that's a spiral out of control, that one. Um, look, the only other tip that I would say um, on top of D's too, which I cannot at all fault, is the other one would be if you're going to do a course and start your own business, maybe get the experience from another salon first. Like actually learn what you're going to be doing and go to a salon, go get the experience. So it helps twofold. When you do start your own business, you know what steps you need to take and you can see how hard or how easy it is to run a business. 
Um, and you also then have other people around you that can help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve, the techniques that you want to achieve. And it takes away, you know, it helps that mental space that you, you create for yourself as well. Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that, you know, like even if we are solo owned and operated, business can be lonely, absolutely. And it is so important to lean into, um, you know, like your groups that can support you as well. And I think there are a lot of free groups out there with a lot of people in there that can, um, you know, give you tips and tricks and stuff like that. But when it comes to the coaching side of that and that mentorship where you are really feeling valued and a part of a safe community where you know that from the head side, like yourself, Dee and Steve can really lean into making sure that they aren't going through anxiety or the mindset issues that keep coming up when it comes to solopreneurship, you know, it's, it's a real thing. So um, and, you know, like I think as we grow teams and, and we do have people that we can depend on, we sometimes do forget that there are business owners out there that are going it alone. And when they do ask questions, don't think that it's a silly question. Don't think that like it's it, in, unimportant to, to ask those or, um, or anything because, you know, they, they are where you were at and we've all got to start from somewhere as well. So, yeah, I think That's even fun. when having, um, yeah, so like if what I'm trying to say there is if you are a solopreneur, just make sure you are leaning into the connections that are um, basically like you guys saying we can support you as a lash industry expert and, and really help you go further mm -hmm. and you don't have to go it alone. That's right. Yeah. There's always, yeah, always willing to help. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I would love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. Yeah. Ours are really different because Steve is really nerdy and I'm not. Oh, fuck off. So mine are Google Analytics, which I love to just snoop on people and see what they're doing on our websites and, and um, Facebook. How and is that not nerdy? Explain to me how that's not nerdy. Canva and Shuttershock, <laughs> which I know they're not really apps, but Canva and Shuttershock are mine. Yeah. Um, I agree with the Google Analytics um, just because I do a lot of testing with the websites and stuff like that. Um, the other ones that I can't live without is a booking system and an accounting system. Great. That's good. They're both quite on the side of, like, you're obviously very numbers-driven, the both of you. and. <laughs> That is, you know, one of the biggest things when it comes to a successful business that we, we love what we do. We went to college to learn the techniques, but we were not taught about analytics and numbers. It probably wasn't even a thing back in my day, 16 years ago when I went into college. And yeah, that is really, really important to make sure you are geeking out on every so often. And if it's not your thing, try and again, get some support around it. But even just place it in your diary to give once a month a little bit of time to yeah, get in there yeah. and really break down where your data is um, at and who whereabouts your people are coming from as well. That's so right. That's and you, you can learn so much and you can you can actually see trends. And that's yeah. the coolest thing is you can, whether it's through your booking system or your accounting system or, you know, whatever you're using, you can see trends. And as soon as you can... 
see trends, you know exactly what direction you need to go in. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So what is one thing you're both constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? Each other. What, you're constantly searching for me? Yeah. Well, actually, that's true because I disappear pretty quick. I you am. You've got to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Like, without, without Steve's support, like, and um, we try to be the support for many other people as well, even if they're not our students, we try and be the support for many other people as much as we can um, in the forums and things like that. Um yeah, I would say it's not so much us searching what we search for because having the two of us and working the way that we do, we're not, if one of us is trying to find something, it's usually because the other one or the other one's able to help us out. So we we sort of bounce off each other in that respect. And that's that that was the support that we were both lacking before we were in business or before that we were working um together now that we are together and, and we're so invested in everything that we're doing our support is or what we were searching for before was that support and now we found it with each other so for us it's not so much still searching um it's more so that we found it and i guess for us we just want other people to find it as well yeah that's so beautiful it's great you're the ultimate power couple when it comes oh, to it's, it it's sickening it's, it's sickening, sickening but we're really, really <laughs> we're really 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 lucky that we don't hate each other and we love working together yeah that's great because i think like some people might look at you and go oh i wish i had a husband that was sort of like interested in my business more and we could do things together and i could scale and grow it to be bigger and better it doesn't have to be that way but just finding oh. that support area which can really help you in your day-to-day -day. so if you don't have the husband you go and get the coach <laughs> <laughs> that's true oh cool. I'll, 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 I'll work with that. if you don't have the husband you can borrow mine it's fine <laughs> exactly that's right borrow <laughs> yeah, a hobby. <laughs> i don't charge enough to be Wow. Oh gosh. So do you guys have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? Oh, this is all you. Um so you this, this is the the um is it eat the fish or eat the frog thing that people do where you um write down your top three tasks of the day and then you like um smash out three of the ones that you want to do. So I yep. find that really good. So on a Sunday, we normally talk, we normally write down um, all the tasks that we want to complete for the week, and then on the in the morning we um, circle the top ones that we want to do for the day and try and smash out those for the day. That really helps us try and get through the day um, and feel like we've actually accomplished something for the day. Um, so I find that really helpful. Yeah, that's coffee. Cool. Coffee. Coffee always helps. Do you guys have kids? I, I'm not sure if you do. No. Ah, so that's they have a really fun. cute puppy. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think um where I'm at, it's like I'm trying to get a better bedtime routine because my days are filled being with my son, and then I've got you know those two to three 
laser focused work days where I'm just like all in energy is raised the vibration is all about work and then I can start to switch off as well but it's so important to like as you said like write down those goals and make sure that it doesn't matter if you don't tick everything off in a day but you can always come back to it and it just again so solopreneur you can kind of hold yourself accountable as well and keep moving forward rather than staying stagnant that's right so good. So let's do some rapid fire. What's the best book you've ever read? Oh, got to be subtle art. I'm not giving a fuck. Say that again. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Oh yes, I love that one. I love yes. it. Oh, so leave those links in the show notes for everyone because you can get things like that on Audible now, and they're really you know, easy to digest um, bit of information for us all. Super powerful. Yeah. Who's someone that you'd love to meet in person? Now, I'm not sure if anyone's heard of this guy, but I How think, could you not? I think he's, I think he's fabulous and he's on YouTube and he's called Yogi in a Lamborghini. Ooh, that's and he's, cool. Um, he's Master Sri Akashana. And he's a yogi, and he's got he's a like gazillionaire yogi, and he teaches beautiful meditations and um, um, what do they call them manifestations, manifestations and stuff like that. And he's just so like lovely to listen to. And there's really short little burst ones, and there's really long like one hour ones. And I would just love to like sit down with him and just learn stuff. That is awesome. You know, I'm reading a book that is called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. (laughs) So it's like I love it. It's like he's the the, he's the guy that's like, well, I'm still gonna have my cool car, but I'm just gonna, (laughs) you know, listen to my meditation with the roof down and Yeah, I'll, I'll look him up I because like I'm loving the kind of awesome. leadership skills that come from the whole, um, yeah, that, that spiritual side of like the monks and things. So, yeah, it's just, you know, ever learning, ever growing. Awesome. So what's one thing you've procrastinated about this week? Well, that's me. Um, fixing the website. Just, yeah. That's, yeah, it, I've been procrastinating about that and that's... The bane of his existence at the moment yeah. is just the website, back-end stuff. Yeah, yeah, back-end yeah. stuff. Fair enough. What's something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? That's you. I'm, I'm good. Oh, I, have, I don't have fear. I have, my, my fear around this is I would love to be coaching international clients. But my fear around it is because of all the different, um, like, what do they call it, taxes and GSTs and currencies and all that type of stuff, I worry about that and I worry about not knowing, like, um, because, you know, in the UK they charge, like, $35 or £35 for a set of lashes. And I'm like, that is so fucking cheap. Like, what the hell? And they're like, no, that's just standard over here. So I worry about like the exchange rate and things like that. So 
that's my fear at the moment of approaching international clients. Oh, okay. That, that is fair enough. But I think, um, yeah, with that UK dollar, because I'm Scottish, so I always like double it. So it's like $80. So they're just in the same boat of kind of not charging their worth correctly at yeah. the moment. As soon as D gets in there, though, it'll all change. <laughs> so, if you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, which I'm obviously having a bit of trouble with today, <laughs> I'm on a farm, though. What's one thing you wish you had with you? So Steve went really shitty and practical, and I went the opposite way. I said a fishing rod. Well, if I'm going to be there, I need to be. And I went an endless supply of business growth books. <laughs> so good. Fish around the fire, reading business growth books. Yeah. Match made in heaven. <laughs> oh, I said fishing. I didn't say catching. I didn't oh, say yeah. you're going to be eating. And I hate, I hate <laughs> fish anyway. So, well, I'm so do you. If it's all, it's the only thing we can eat. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's so good though. What, so this has been awesome. I've absolutely loved connecting with you guys today. What is next for you? What's in the works for your business? And just share with our listeners where they can go and find you and um, yeah, see the sexy fit out of the business, but also with the bring on success side of things for your coaching programs. Um, so we're hoping to, depending on all this COVID stuff, we were supposed to speak at a lot of um, conferences last year. We were supposed to be in Hollywood. We were supposed to be in Canada. We were supposed to be in Melbourne. We were supposed to be at the Gold Coast. So we were supposed to do all these trips all around the world last year, but COVID hit, so we couldn't. So depending on what happens this year and next year, we're supposed to do a lot of the same sort of thing. Yep. So you will see us all around the world this year and next year. Well, not around the world, around Australia this year. Well, around Australia this year and next year, hopefully well, around next the world. Year. Um, but, yeah, for the moment, you can um, follow us on our website, so www.bringonsalonsuccess.com. Um, you can follow us on Facebook as well, Boss Bring On Salon Success. You can follow us on Insta which is Bring On Salon Success. It's all Bring On Salon Success. <laughs> Just search for us on Google. We're around. We're we around always answer well, Facebook. So and, yeah. Um, any of the socials and stuff like that and our website as well, you can follow us on. Yep. And we've got um, all of our stuff on there as well. And yeah. Yeah. Our little blog post that we rant and rave and throw random shit on there all the time. And we do have a little special giveaway as well that I decided, secretly decided, unbeknownst to Steve, because... I didn't want to let him know. So <laughs> so we've decided as well that um, with our coaching, we will offer um, two-on-one coaching or one-on-two coaching. So we do have, um, for our, anyone that decides to, decides to sign up for our CEO package, um, you will get your first month free with us. So oh. if you decide to sign up for our CEO package, um, you can see all our packages on our website. Um, and you can send us a message on Facebook. We can have a bit of a chat with you. You can have a bit of a discovery call with us, have a bit of a chat, but you'll get our first month free and we guarantee all our results as well with you as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. I am super grateful for that. And it's just like, it's so nice to be able to share you with our platform as well, because as much as you are like super successful and growing um, your coaching side of the business, there'll be some listeners that, 
haven't seen or heard of you before. So that is what I love most about what I do is sharing all the incredible human beings, entrepreneurial leaders that I meet throughout my own journey so that you can share your gifts with each other. So I will leave all the links um, to all of that and all the following side of things on the show notes and we'll have some social media posts as well. But thank you for your time today. And I am, yeah, holding you to it to have a um, little chat when I get up to Darwin on our travels. Yay, definitely. And if anyone needs any help, please reach out. We are here for you, all your solo entrepreneurs out there. Please let us know if you need any help. We are here to help you and just reach out anytime you need anything. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks, Sarah.